This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 29th of June. Justin, listen to this. Mm -hmm. With no one going to church because of the pandemic, churches are now turning to online donation software. And business is booming. A company named Pushpay has seen its share price go up 127% just this year. Wow. Brett, NASA, you know the organization responsible for sending humans to space? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yep. They're on the lookout for a better way for astronauts Uh to go to the toilet whilst on the moon and (laughs) while in space. Now, this is not a joke. What? So, Fluxfam, if you're part of a design company with a focus <laughs> on toilet seats, get in there. Very juicy stuff and three very juicy stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Virgin Australia has been sold to investment company mm. Bain Capital after Bain's last remaining rival in the bidding process, Cyrus, dramatically Ooh. pulled out. Fascinating stuff. So, what is the story? The deal was finalised late last week after Cyrus withdrew its offer for Virgin out of nowhere. And the reason? The company responsible for Deciding who gets to own Virgin That'd be Deloitte Apparently they were providing A lack of engagement In other words Deloitte just stopped Returning Cyrus's <laughs> calls and texts They don't write They don't call Radio <laughs> silence And do you know Will Virgin 2.0 under Bane Be any different to the last Virgin? We can expect new Virgin To be pretty similar to the old Virgin Just mm-hmm. with fewer business class lounges So Virgin's going with the old Ditch the rich vibe That's it So what's the key learning here? When a company like Virgin Goes into voluntary administration mm-hmm. There are two options Number one, they can't find a buyer and then the company needs to wind down fully. AKA sell all its assets, mm-hmm. terminate all its contracts. Mm. This is bad and painful for many. Or number two, they find a willing buyer for ah. the company. Bain's purchase of Virgin is a great example of what happens when voluntary administration actually works. And there are benefits across the board. Virgin will have about 5,000 to 6,000 employees when it starts flying again in September. Not to mention all those who benefit indirectly from Virgin staying alive. Think airplane food catering. Think terminal. Terminal cleaners. Think cafes near Virgin's head office. Mm. For our second story, for the first time, Google has locked in agreements with several Aussie publishers to Uh. license their news content. Sounds like great news for old school (laughs) media here. So what's the story, Justin? A bit of backstory. Uh Google and Facebook reuse content like news stories Mm -hmm. created by other media companies. And by having this content on their own platforms, Mm -hmm. they're basically able to make money off another company's content. Now, Google and Facebook have been pushing back Mm. against a mandatory code to share revenue for the use of these news contents on their own platform. And for yonks, <laughs> Google has been saying it would not pay media companies for using their content. Okay, so what's the latest now? Google has suddenly changed its tune. Google have said they're going to pay media companies for some of this mm. content. And the first deals with a few players in the small end of town here in Oz, plus a few in Brazil and Germany. So what's the key learning here? Governments and regulators around the world have been threatening Google for mm. years, saying that they should be paying publishers. On terms set by mm. governments and regulated. So Google, always one step ahead, uh-huh. has realised that paying for content is probably inevitable. And therefore, it may as well take a proactive approach. And why are they doing this? Because it looks good. Google is striking deals with smaller media outlets and is showing its commitment to journalism. Mm, but most importantly, it means that they're able to get it done on their own terms. And this makes it a lot harder for governments and regulators to force Google to agree to a new code in the future. This is a long-awaited win for traditional news, yep. even if it is just a small one. For our Third and final story, Vodafone and TPG have finalised their gigantic merger and as a result, Aussies can expect plenty of competition for broadband and mobile phone plans. This sounds promising, Uh so what is the story? Well, let's take a step back here. Mm -hmm. The $15 billion merger between TPG and Vodafone has ended up in Australia's third biggest telco company. At number one, we have Telstra. At number two, we have Optus. And at number three, we have TPG slash Vodafone, or as we like to call it, (laughs) TPPO.
The CEO of TP Phone is confident that <laughs> super competitive deals are not too far away for consumers. Now, this could just be hot air could and be. nothing changes for consumers. But we reckon TP Phone is hungry to gain more of the phone and broadband market. And to get there, they'll be offering more download data and mm. hopefully lower prices too. So what is the key learning here? Three really big and strong companies in the telco industry means high levels of competition. High competition means companies need to fight it out with each other to win over customers. What this generally means is the companies have to A, improve their product offerings or B, reduce prices or C, a mix of both in mm. order to win over your precious, precious dollars. So competition is a great thing for us as consumers. Flux family, we loved having you with us on the What The Flux podcast today. If you like this show, just remember to follow or subscribe. Some huge stories coming out this week. So thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.